everything is popping. I got skin to spin on the head. So let the games begin. Hello. Welcome to Hazardous Opinions. I'm Eric. There's Andy. And Hello. today we are doing Friday. It is a movie that came out in 1995. It is a comedy and uh, one of my childhood favorites. I am on the continuing trend of not seeing any of the movies we covered. So this was uh, <laughs> brand new to me. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a childhood favorite of mine. Uh, I don't know if other kids would be watching this movie when they're, when they're young. I mean, it is a bit lighthearted. There's some violence here and there. A lot of talk about violence. But in the end, uh, I mean, this is one of those movies. It's kind of like a feel-good movie. Every time I watch it, I'm kind of put into a better mood. Uh, I don't know if that's like for nostalgia's sake or just like the whole vibe of it. I, I think it is the vibe of it. Uh, something about two friends just chilling on their front porch and, you know, everybody in the neighborhood is always stopping by to say hi or whatever, asking to borrow their car <laughs> is uh, is somewhat comforting to me. Yeah, very uh, simple, straightforward movie uh, directed by F. Gary Gray, who also stars in the movie. And then we get our leads, Ice Cube and uh, Chris Tucker, both um, very big names in the comedic world and... Well, Chris Tucker actually doesn't do that many movies. I think he did Rush Hour, and I don't really know much what else he did, but I know Ice Cube was very big in the early 2000s. Somewhat uh, recently in like the 2010s and stuff, because uh, he was doing some movies with uh, with oh, uh, yeah. he started Kevin Hart. Jump Street as well. Right Along and 21 Jump Street. Yeah, so starting to get back into movies again. Yeah, I don't know how much longer he'll be doing it, but it's uh, it's good to see, I guess. Yeah, and you're right, I haven't seen very many. Uh, I haven't seen much of Chris Tucker in recent years. But, I mean, he's he's kind of staying afloat. <laughs> Other than Rush Hour, I think the last movie I saw him in was uh, Rush Hour 4, if that did. Did that come out or am I am I tripping? I think it's three, unless there's another one without him. I don't know. Yeah, it is three. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I don't know why I thought there was a fourth movie. Uh, it looks like there's one in progress, but it's not uh, not out yet. So this movie went pretty quick, only like an hour and a half. It's a pretty quick watch. Good, uh, good comedy. It stars our two main leads, Ice Cube and Chris Tucker, as Craig and Smokey, respectively. And they're basically just fucking around. It's a it's a Friday. And yeah. Smokey gets them into some hijinks with the local pot dealer. And yeah. they, they deal with that for the second half of the movie. All the characters are not really contributing to an entire story arc. It seems in this, it's kind of, I mean, they're there to make you laugh and, uh, and it just takes place over the course of a day. And I know at the beginning, Craig says like, after this Friday, 
the the hood would never be the same. <laughs> and then like I don't know how that was the case because like all they really had to do was come up with two hundred dollars. <laughs> it's a very I don't know, it's it's so simple. Like it's it's just hey, this is this person's life in a day. Yeah. And it's just a nice little contained movie like that. Yeah. And uh Ice Cube and DJ Pooh. Uh, DJ Pooh is uh, he plays Red in this. He's the guy that gets beat up by Debo. Oh, and, uh, that poor guy. Yeah. So those two wrote this, and um, I can't imagine they are trying to make a really sophisticated movie at all. So they're just they just wanted to write some funny shit, and a lot of funny shit happens. Yeah. So, uh, what do you give this movie out of 10? Uh, I'll give it a seven. I mean, it's not like the, it, it, wow. I, it is a good movie for me, but I don't think it's like, like top tier comedy. Like it's funny and it's entertaining. It always puts me in a good mood when I watch it, but, uh, it's just, it's, uh, if I had a choice between this and like another movie, I'd probably watch something else. But like, I, I always enjoy when this movie's on. Wow, that makes me uh, feel a bit better about mine. You hyped this up as a childhood classic. I was uh, expecting like an eight or a nine. Yeah, <laughs> I've been dishing out the eights way too much. <laughs> Even though I like this movie, I'm still just going to give it a seven. Yeah, this might be. I mean, we've been doing a lot of classics, so understandably that. Um, this lesser known movie does rate as high for me, but right. it's maybe middle six, like six, four, six, five. Like it's, it was a good movie. I thought it was a good break from not, not being an MCU movie, not like being something that's super huge, no worldwide consequences. It's just, Hey, this one neighborhood. And even <laughs> it's pretty much just this one house almost. Yeah. And it was super simple and enjoyable. But some of the comedy doesn't age super well as someone who's seeing this for the first time. So that's probably takes part in my lower rating. Yeah, I I suppose I can see how a lot of it's not that funny, but it some of the parts are are pretty damn funny. Like uh, I think uh, like Chris Tucker just steals the show pretty much the entire movie. And uh, like everything he says, the one liners he has, like, you got knocked the fuck <laughs> out, you know, shit like that is just something that just makes you laugh because he's just like he like the close up of his face as the dude red got knocked out. <laughs> he goes, you got knocked the fuck out with his whole <laughs> he's just so animated and it's yeah. just fun to watch. Very good. Yeah, there's some good memes in this movie. So you ready to uh, jump into spoilers here? sure <laughs> sure it's a very I, I don't i guess uh the spoilers in this aren't really uh spoilers yeah i uh i need to get like a little <laughs> i need to get a little air raid siren to go off when we uh jump into the spoiler territory yeah we should do that spoiler just alert spoiler alert <laughs> 10 times as loud as our audio just scare the shit out of anyone listening. <laughs> Yeah, you got woke the fuck up. Listen up. Yeah, I love uh, love Smokey, uh, Chris Tucker. 
uh, immediately smoking a joint as soon as he wakes up. Like that's our character introduction to him. Perfect. Perfect character piece there. Yeah. It's, it was good. I don't know. Obviously Smokey is a nickname because he definitely lives up to that. But yeah, it's, that's all he does. I, I don't think we do. Everybody just calls him Smokey. But yeah, he wakes up and he, uh, takes a puff of the joint uh i mean before that craig got fired from his job on his day (laughs) off somehow yeah (laughs) which is pretty funny apparently he went in to go pick up his check and you know he went go get his check and he came home like 10 minutes later his supervisor called him and said he was fired because they said they (laughs) caught him on tape trying to steal some shit and i don't think i don't think he has he doesn't seem like he stole anything, so I don't know why you do that. But no, that was a very weird side plot line, just like yeah. an excuse for some jokes because they do reference it later at the end. He's like, "Yeah, my manager called me again," and turns out they realized it wasn't me, so I'm I'm back at work. <laughs> oh, okay. So well, it's a I non-problem. actually didn't even I didn't even notice that part. When was that? Yeah. Uh, it was it was near the end. I think it's uh, after the fight with Debo and when they're all oh. reconciling at the end. And it's like, oh, everything's <laughs> hunky-dory now. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, an excuse I mean, for his dad to, to rib on him a little bit about not having a job. Yeah. The word of the day is job. J-O-B. <laughs> I, and- I think he's my favorite character by far in this, uh, <laughs> along with maybe the crackhead at the store. Oh, yeah. Ezel. The- Ezel. Yeah, because that's when we uh, we we see the director in that scene too. He's the the one that was like yelling at the crackhead to get out. And... Oh, that was the director. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, funny. I had to I had to look it up. It's like, is that Chance the Rapper? <laughs> it it kind of looks like him. <laughs> yeah, it kind of yeah. does. It was not. But yeah, he, cool name though. I like. Uh, he's always pretty funny. Uh, so they went to the. The gas station. It's not even a gas station. It's like a bodega convenience yeah. store to pick up some cigarettes because while they were waiting for Craig's mom to go to work, Smokey was just trying to smoke. So he's like, hey, let's go over to my house. And then when, when they go over there, she tells them to go pick up some cigarettes and just gives them a dollar. <laughs> he's like, hey. This ain't enough. It's like, make <laughs> it make enough. It work. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, damn. And then he, uh, they get in his car and they go up to the gas station instantly. He's all, it's just all fucking crazy. <laughs> he's like, hey, hey, I'm going to wipe your windshield for $2. Like he's selling his work for such little money, even though, I mean, this is the nineties, but still, I mean, that's still a thing. Like, down here, that's actually a thing. Like, it, it's a very different contrast to the homeless people back home. Like, they'll actually do stuff like walk around at stoplights and wash your windows for money. Oh, really? Yeah. Or I, I seen one juggling yesterday or a couple days ago. Oh, wow. He had some bowling pins and throwing them up in the air. That's kind of so, cool. I suppose if I was homeless, I would try to learn a, a skill to entertainment or entertain people. So they would... Yeah throw a coin in my hat that bowling pin guy gets more cash than i ever seen any of the uh like normal 
people just sitting on the side of the road get. Oh, really? <laughs> Maybe he's not homeless. Maybe he just does it for fun. Who knows? Yeah. yeah, he can make some bank with it. Yeah, that character is pretty cool, though. They uh, they go around and just buy some stuff at the convenience store while he's, he's harassing uh, them the he's whole He's trying time. to create a lawsuit. He he falls on the ground and he's like, I need 150000 But a bag of chips will do. <laughs> and then before they walk in, he's like... Uh, He's like, uh, why you why you buy me a forty for my birthday? He's like, it's your birthday today. He's like, what day is it? <laughs> He's like, and then they both just shake their heads and walk in. But yeah, like he's all just too much. Then he was like trying to hop in their car as they were leaving. He's <laughs> like, what the hell do you think you're doing? He's like, oh, we're friends now, right? <laughs> I love that the. Um... I don't know the actual car term for it. If he's blowing a gasket or whatever Smokey's car is doing, but it just sounds like actual gunshots. Yeah, it does. And you just have I, people like freaking out as he's driving by. Yeah. There's like a bad part in his car. And like every time he, uh, his car is like, it looks nice, but it's actually pretty shitty. Like he, yeah. <laughs> he was actually trying to put the parking brake on and it wasn't working. <laughs> I can't even notice that. Yeah. Remember that? He was like, it started rolling down the side of the road and he was just trying to like step on the brake for it to <laughs> stop. Like I mentioned before, I, I think Craig Jones, sorry, not, not Craig. Craig is our main character. Uh, his mm-hmm. dad, Mr. Jones is probably my favorite character and the interactions between him and his son were just really good. Maybe yeah. minus the bathroom scenes. I did not need to hear all those <laughs> fucking clunkers <laughs> that was like so it's just descriptive <laughs> it's too it's much like, it was excessive <laughs> it was like throwing a whole rock in a fucking pond it was just, just very heavy shit yeah just fucking grunt shove out another one like this man's fighting in there <laughs> what he's having the conversation with craig early on about government cheese yep Stuff like that. It's good. He tried to uh, recruit him into being a dog catcher. Yeah. He's like, that's the beauty. He's like, I don't even like dogs. He's like, that's the beauty of it. You just grab a dog, choke it. <laughs> <laughs> He's also really animated. I love him. Oh, my God. Just his little like tendencies, though, just annoyed the hell of me. Like the oh, man. fucking shitting. And then he like... When he first walks up to Craig, he's smacking his lips for like three minutes straight. <laughs> and like, oh my God, I am going to smack the shit out of you. He is really obnoxious. Uh, and uh, yeah. It's like, ain't got my no milk for cereal. Yeah. We better put some water on that shit. <laughs> he's like, you might as well just cereal. eat it dry at that point. Yeah. Yeah, no, no water on it. I never even tried it. I don't, I don't think I want to, but I'll just eat it dry. Uh, GMM did a uh, video. And they uh, said water wasn't that bad. Oh, okay. I Maybe I'll have, to, have try to try it. it though. Yeah, the small amount of cereal. But yeah, he's always smacking his lips, and then he's like, like one of my favorite scenes is when uh, he's walking in the kitchen after he's trying to make himself a bowl of cereal complaining that there's no milk means like every time i come in the kitchen 
You in the kitchen. <laughs> eating up all the damn food. <laughs> I, I, I quote that all the time. <laughs> so Craig has a girlfriend, or we assume it's a girlfriend. They never like straight out say that, but he like breaks up with her at the end. Um, Joy. Yeah. J-O-I. Her fucking fingernails were longer than her fingers themselves. Oh my god. Yeah. This I girl hated was, that. As soon as I seen her, I'm like, I'm gonna hate this character, aren't I? <laughs> She's so fucking annoying, dude. <laughs> and she has she, a theme song too. Does she? I didn't yeah, even you that. you heard that song? Like every time she's on the he's on the phone with her, she has that song playing in the background. I don't remember how it goes, <laughs> but like it, it's just her theme song. She rolled up in her car playing that song too. <laughs> it's just shit. The same song. Um, yeah, I didn't even notice that. She um, he got yeah. pretty close to um, getting her to give it money, and then that fucking um, <laughs> fucking walked up again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She comes up. She's like, "Can I borrow your VCR real quick?" <laughs> I'm like, who's going around asking to borrow people's VCR? <laughs> After she already asked him to uh, to borrow his car and his microwave. And- yeah. Can I borrow your car? You want to borrow <laughs> my car? What the fuck? Yeah, and then she comes up asking uh, to borrow a VCR. And then uh, Joy freaks out. It's like, who is this bitch? <laughs> Get money from her. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. All she was doing was asking to use my VCR. Like, what the hell does that have to do with anything? <laughs> yeah, I, there was the other meme that I think the, uh, well, the you got knocked the fuck out was a big one. And then yeah. by Felicia came up earlier. And as soon as he said that, I'm like, oh, he said the thing. He that's where that's thing. from. <laughs> like, yep. Never knew where that reference came from before. Yeah. Corny said the same thing. He's like, oh, that's he said the cool thing. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Yeah. <laughs> Such a big, um, like even like a modern, like a cultural meme, and from such a like old movie, or not necessarily old, but from a '90s movie, and you right. get Zoomers quoting it all the time that have obviously never seen the movie, never seen the movie. They might have like seen like clips from it or something, but like they just hear other people saying saying it, and they'll just they'll also say it. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, it seems yeah. to happen with a lot of like memes coming from movie quotes. <laughs> I um, unfortunately, so I like Chris Tucker in Rush Hour, but yeah, throughout most of this movie, I I don't think his humor is really my style. And I I was saying earlier in the intro about some of the comedy not aging well. And I think maybe if it was just someone other than Chris Tucker, I probably would have liked it a lot better. Like I, I loved Ice Cube; he was good throughout the whole thing. He yeah. does his normal Ice Cube role. But, <laughs> he's uh, just always kind of uh, he's just chill about everything. Yeah, he's, he, his reactions to all the stupid shit going on around him is pretty much the comedy. Yep. Yeah, just not a big fan of Chris Tucker. I don't think after after seeing this. Yeah, um, I don't know I who s- I would subplant in his place, but I'm just like, yeah, I, I don't know if I get your humor. Like sometimes it worked, but sometimes he's just a little excessive and drags jokes on. <laughs> maybe maybe not even to his fault. It could be just the writing as well. Uh, I mean, yeah, it could be. I mean, 
he's just a really animated character. Like he's just high energy and, yeah. um, and I, I, that's just this thing. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I could see, I could see you not liking it. Uh, it's not for everybody. It's something that I really enjoy because, you know, I, I enjoy the high energy, uh, characters, the, like, even like, you know, kind of like old school PewDiePie or, uh, Tobuscus even like I, I am down with that shit cause it just, it makes me laugh. But, um, yeah, I could see that. It's the same thing with like Eddie Murphy. Like he's also playing high energy characters and I could see yeah. how someone wouldn't get, get down with that. But that's something I, I've always enjoyed. I don't know. I like Eddie Murphy though. He's a, I mean, he's a relatable type of excited energy. Whereas I feel like like Chris Tucker is just like a, he's almost like crackhead energy. He's just hard to keep up with sometimes. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I get that. Not entirely terrible. Like some of the jokes hit, some don't. It's, it's hit and miss in this. Yeah. I think, uh, where he, uh, (laughs) I think the funniest parts is where, uh, he tries to act tough around Debo (laughs) or whatever. And then yeah, uh, finding he just like as soon as he's like he's like what and he's like oh he just backs down right off of it like I didn't even say <laughs> anything. He's like like when they were playing craps or whatever, and then he's like <laughs> he's like hell yeah I won bitch give me my money yeah. and he's like you what you what and he's like I lost <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Like I just so clearly lost. Like here's my mind. I lost. <laughs> he just changed his mind just like that. It's like I'm not fucking with this dude. <laughs> it's yeah, shit like that. It's I love it. You say his name is Red, the uh the one that keeps getting beat up by Debo. Yeah. The one who uh that's the same one that got his bike stolen, right? Yep. During that craps game. I like him. His his dra- dad drives him away and he's fucking running away. <laughs> You want some of this too, old man? He's like, no. <laughs> He's like, get in the car. I don't know why you even bother with these people. Feels so bad. Red uh, got his chain stolen by Debo later, and he just walks away crying. And I know he's like, my so grandma sad. gave me that necklace, or gave him that, gave me that chain, and then he like runs away with his like arms flapping. <laughs> yeah. He uh, was the the best character arc through this because he gets his chain back at the end he does yeah yeah it's the whole thing i guess with the 200 dollars that he gets from debo so he can finally pay off big worm was i mean ultimately came up to that fight uh which i mean the story arc was that he was gonna he was gonna pull a gun out on him or he did pull a gun out on him, but he decided to fight because earlier his dad had this heart to heart moment with him where he's like telling him that, you know, real men fight with their fists or whatever, not with guns. Yeah. And uh, it's like a generational <laughs> thing, but this is one part about that. Like I get it. Ice Cube did, uh, or Craig did fight with his fists for most of the fight. And then uh, when he's knocked down on the ground and getting back into it, he picks up a fucking brick and domes him. Like that's not fighting. And then with a your trash fists. can. Yeah. Like you might as well just pistol whip him if you're gonna hit him with a fucking brick. Jesus. Right. Yeah, the brick was a bit excessive, but I mean, <laughs> it, it's one. I guess it was one of those things. Is like, how do you take down a dude that size? 
Yeah. I don't know. Ice Cube's a pretty big guy. I feel like they like did something to downsize him in this movie. Unless he was just smaller in the 90s. I don't think so. I think he's a lot bigger now than he used to be. He's, I mean, Debo is just tall. And he just towers over everybody. And he also has a theme song. Every time he rolls up, sounds like some Jaws <laughs> music or some shit. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Have you seen Ice Cube in like Jump Street? He's a, I have. He's a big boy. Yeah. He's intimidating. Yeah. He definitely got bigger since since this movie. Good stuff. I uh, I was wondering early on in the movie why uh, Smokey kept fucking tweaking. I was like, is there something in his pot? Like, wh- what's wrong with him? Or are they just like, is this movie just so old to the point where like it doesn't know what pot actually does? <laughs> that they think he's going to be tweaking off of it? And then they do explain it later. They're like the the was it the the Mexican guy that he was smoking with? Yeah, actually, Hector. Yeah, laced his uh, laced his pot, so that's why he's been tweaking. Yeah. So they did explain that later. I was like, okay, that that's good. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I did notice it throughout the movie. He kept fucking tweaking. Yeah, I, I wasn't really paying attention to it at first because, like, I mean, I guess you know some people have a twitch, but it obviously caught him off guard because he'll twitch and then he'll look straight at his shoulder, <laughs> like, "What the hell are you doing?" And yeah. um, like he's looking, and then for he'll just kind of brush him. it off. Yeah, and then like I didn't really think twice about it. I'm like, okay, that was weird. But then, um, yeah, then they explained it. He was like, he was like in his underwear running down the street and like doing like, I don't know if he was like trying to get stuff off of him or something, but uh, bugs crawling in your skin. Yeah. Bugs crawling in your skin. And they end up in a pigeon coop <laughs> cooing like a pigeon. Though it could be wrong. I thought he said he just laced it with like, um, with Coke or something. It could have been, I mean, whatever it was, it was definitely an exaggeration of, the after effects yeah that's true unless he like gave him bath salts but i don't i don't think those were that big in the 90s yet no nah, i it, it could have been coke it could have been crack i don't know <laughs> yeah who knows but. i when so debbie is craig's like uh like crush throughout this movie she's yep. the uh the hotter girl that he's into and He's leaving the house because Debbie forgot like her purse in there or something. And so he's like out on the doorstep with Debbie just as Joy pulls up. And then she's just looking at him like this bitch. Who's this girl? And Ice Cube looks like directly at the fucking camera in that scene in disbelief. <laughs> it was like a little bit of a fourth wall break. But I'm like, I completely understand. He's like the timing of this shit. Right. I think, yeah. That was great. But she didn't actually get that mad. Like Debbie just like left and then Joy just was pissed. But yeah. 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 She didn't get mad. She kind of handled it like a pro was being nice. And then she's like, yeah, I'm just going to go. I'll talk to you later, Craig. (laughs) It's like Joy just fucking ruins everything. They almost got the money from her. But then she freaked out. She's just really volatile. Just freaking out about everything. Yeah. yeah, I um, I love how this movie makes it really feel like a enclosed neighborhood. It's like everyone knows who Debo is. 
Like yeah. Everyone seems to know each other in the neighborhood. It's not just, oh, hey, neighbor, I'm not sure actually what your name is. Like, everyone knows each other by name. They, like, borrow sugar from the neighbors type of thing. Yeah. Like, they're all, like, it's a very interconnected community, and they really make it feel like that throughout this movie. Yeah. Like, even though Craig and Smokey are obviously adults, it kind of gives you, like, feelings from like growing up like oh just bike over to your friend's house and hang out which is translate into this movie they were smoking pot but right yeah i think yeah i think that's what the charm is for me in this movie just the whole neighborhood just having constant interactions with each other throughout the day and everybody knows each other and uh some are friends some aren't but I mean, they're all there. Everybody deals with the the same adversaries, it seems. Yeah. Of course, we uh, we get our happy ending at the end of the movie, where Debo gets knocked the fuck out. Everyone robs yeah. Debo. Um, they pay off. Actually, did they pay off the worm? Or I think they just they took didn't. the money back. Cause they just got worm, the money, so you can only apply it. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Smokey... Smokey says he's not smoking weed anymore. <laughs> so there's that. Yep, going to rehab. Yeah, going to rehab. Susie <laughs> gets off the phone with Big Room, smokes up another joint. Yeah. <laughs> you know I was lying, and you know this, <laughs> man. And that's how it ends. It's a perfect ending. It is. I like that Big Worm is just a local pot dealer. Who yep. tries to murder two dudes over two hundred dollars? Like it gets <laughs> the nineties, and two hundred is probably four hundred now or something. But like, still, it's like, yeah, it's it's a little amount for the overall drug trade. I don't know. Who knows? I guess you, you gotta like show your dominance. He did say like he killed a guy once over fifty bucks. So of course he's gonna kill you bucks. over two hundred. Yeah. I yeah, think that just set the tone just... like so like he's not to be fucked with. And I don't yeah. I don't just doubt that that lights was up the neighborhood an actual culture with Huh? Just lights up the whole neighborhood over two hundred dollars a week. Exactly. A whole drive by over it. And uh the weird thing is is like that must happen a lot because nobody came out fucking investigating what was going on. Actually I, I think a few people did. Because they, they, uh, they came out looking for him. Yeah, they were looking for Craig and Smokey and stuff. And they were yeah. just hiding in the trailer. Yep. Yeah, Smokey during that interaction was kind of uh, really uh, facetious about it. Because he was like dancing and like bragging on the roof. He's like, ah, you can't hit me, bitch. As they were fucking <laughs> shooting at him. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, yeah, this is uh, it's a little over the top, even for even for Smokey. Yeah, and Smokey's a terrible friend. He's getting his fucking friend on a hit list because he he roped him into uh, just the stuff with Big Worm. I can't even remember what his excuse was, but somehow he got Craig involved in all of it, and now he's on the hit list. Well, he didn't actually say that he was smoking his weed. You know, I think uh, the whole thing with Smokey and his interactions with with Big Worm 
is that he was just lying the whole time. He's like, no, 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 no. I wasn't smoking your weed or whatever. And uh, so he was lying to Big Worm. And he's like, you better have my money or my weed at 10 o'clock. And then it's like, I guess, I mean, I guess it makes sense. If you know he's lying, if he's telling the truth, you shouldn't have a problem. But then they had a problem. And uh, but all he said is that he was him and Craig were smoking weed. I mean, it doesn't didn't really have anything to do with, you know, the whole situation there. Yeah. At least that's not what he expected anyways. Yeah. Very, um, very good movie. There's not a lot of content. It's pretty like short movie, even though it's an hour and a half. It, it feels really quick. Like just a, almost feels like a, like a short. It, it just goes by really quick. You don't even notice it's been an hour and a half. Yeah, I mean, for it being a comedy with no entire plot or story arc to be had, um, I, I think it's just the perfect amount of time anyways. If it went any longer, it would, uh, I mean, it's just jokes throughout the whole movie anyways. All it would be is just more jokes. Yeah. And this is the first of three movies, actually. Really? Like sequels to this? The other, the, the other two is Next Friday and Friday After Next. And, oh, my God. Uh, Friday After Next is a Christmas movie. But, uh, yeah, Chris Tucker doesn't appear in either of those ones. I heard a rumor it's because, yeah, he wasn't getting paid enough or something. But I see that they progressively go down in rating with each... Uh, a sequel there <laughs> really <laughs> oh they do wow i mean i never seen the other two so i i didn't really think it was uh necessary for me to because I, I think movie, uh friday sorry. is just a good standalone movie as is i don't yeah. think you need sequels this movie had a budget of 3.5 million can you that's insane that? <laughs> what were they spending it on I have no idea, man. Like, it's probably mostly towards the actors, if I'm being honest. Like, I think even in the 90s, Ice Cube was probably a big name. And then Chris Tucker did Rush Hour before this. So he probably cost it a bit. Yeah. But damn, 3.5 million for this. Yeah. I think it's, didn't we read before it was like uh, 50 or 60% of the budget goes to the actors? Yeah, that that completely makes sense to me. And there was the one movie we covered. Uh, was it a Strange Love, where it was like, was it like eighty percent of the budget went towards uh, just Peter Sellers, something like that? It was a big yeah. chunk of the budget, <laughs> something like that. That's insane. Though. <laughs> it was like a couple million just towards him. But this movie doubled its uh its uh budget just in its opening weekend, so. Yeah, I don't doubt it. I'm sure a lot of people were excited for these two to be on screen. Yeah, 28 million worldwide. So that's really not too bad for a movie like this. No, not at all. But, I mean, it is a fun movie. So, I mean, if you got an hour and a half to kill and yeah. uh, you don't really care to get too invested in something, I mean, this <laughs> would be a good watch for you. It... um 
also took me back a little bit to comedy where things weren't so off limits. That was one thing I did enjoy about this. Yeah. Smokey gets catfished by the girl that says she uh, looks like Janet Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) He's just straight up like calling her fat. Yeah. Pretty much to her face. And I'm like, damn, I I forgot that we were actually like allowed to make these kind of jokes before. And now it's kind of like taboo. Yeah, it's taboo now. But I mean, yeah, it was a different time. There's a lot more insensitive jokes that I've seen in 90s movies before. But I mean, this, uh, yeah, it's a catfish. I don't know if you are inherent to uh, lying about your appearance and then not being that is uh, fair to say if it's uh, just or not. Like with dating culture nowadays, I'm like, okay, I get maybe not being 100% honest or something or like using the best pictures of yourself. But she straight up said she looked like Janet Jackson. Yeah. I don't don't know if you know what she looks like. That girl does (laughs) not look like Janet Jackson. (laughs) She does not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It uh, was a good movie, though. I it felt relieving to watch to say overall. Yeah. That's what that's uh like that's the whole thing. Like it's a good movie to relax to cuz like you don't really have to care about what's going on. You don't have to care about the characters. You're just there for the ride. And that's that's why I enjoy it. Like if I'm going to be chilling for a night and have nothing to do, nobody's home, I'll pour myself a drink and watch this movie yeah that's all i have about friday on this wonderful thursday so you uh watching anything cool right now not right now More I, sopranos. Uh, not sopranos i haven't watched sopranos in a while i just finished up season four of you last night and Ooh, that was crazy yeah. uh not to spoil it but it is definitely the best season yet I'm glad you agree with that. I uh, feel the same way. Yeah, it, it's insane. Uh, I had a I had a conversation with my coworker today about it, and he's like, "You know what? Thank you. I'd be happy if they just ended it right there." I'm like, "Yeah, you don't think so? I kind of want to see more of it. You know, I kind of want to see what happens now." But uh, and then he's like, "Nope, I, I think that was a perfect ending. It should end right there." So I don't know yeah. what you think. I agree with that. I think where it ended here at four, that's, that's perfect. Like, yeah, we're at half the seasons of Dexter and I love Dexter. Don't get me wrong, but this show did crazy, like serial killer introduced into modern times, like adding all the social media and stuff into it. Right. Did in half the seasons, like half the episodes per season and just did it really good. It did. And actually ended it. Uh, like not on a cliffhanger yeah and then leaving us for like 10 years until they release a sequel season to finish off they might just make a new uh series at that point because like i'm curious to know what happens about his son you know for dexter no okay yeah not related to 
Dexter, but like <laughs> about in you about you. Yeah. Um, I want to see like another series instead of like a sequel season about yeah. his son or whatever. See how he deals with that. Sadly, or well, not so sadly, uh, probably is a good thing. I think his son is going to grow up normal, unlike Dexter's son did. So. You think so? Yeah, I mean, they left him with that couple, and I mean, maybe Joe got him back at the end. No, no spoilers, but we'll, we'll see. You, you don't, do you don't think he's going to be somewhat curious about his dad after seeing him all over TV because he's a celebrity now? Uh, I mean, what if what if his dad gets obsessive over him? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. They could do something more with it, but I am completely happy if they just, just cut it off where it is. Yeah. Put their writing skills into another show. Exactly. Yeah, it's like it it threw me for a loop the entire season and I'm like I, I couldn't this is it it was very creative and I appreciate that. So Yeah. I uh started into a, another new show. I'm uh working through Peaky Blinders right now. Oh yeah, good show. It's Are you uh, on season two yet? Very good. I think I'm halfway through season two and I'm pretty addicted to the show. I've been uh, catching up with homework, so I haven't had much chance to watch it, but I will be binging it more shortly. Yeah, it's a very good show. I I didn't think that, uh, you know, was it early 1900s, 1920s or something? It's after World War II, so 40s? Oh. Or, sorry, World War One. No. So, yeah, 20s. Because it's Prohibition yeah, time? Maybe mm. for America it is. Oh yeah, we're not even in America. We're in Birmingham. Yeah. Birmingham. Yeah. Yeah, good show. I actually uh I actually don't know if I ever got through the entire show, but I watched a decent amount of it. I don't know uh what happens in season two to like reference, but I, I liked what I saw. I mean what I so yeah yeah and then uh can't remember if I'd mentioned these on the last episode or not but I watched Top Gun and Prisoners both movies have been on my list for a while both very good mm-hmm. and then, yeah Prisoners uh, that was uh that was a pretty good uh suspenseful movie yeah I I didn't think I would enjoy it as much as I did but it was very suspenseful very good. And then I uh, finally got around to watching Wayne's World. It was just on at work. So I um, gave that one a watch. Very, very silly comedy. Very interesting. I'll have to check that one out. I've never seen it. but It's, I don't know. It's in the, the same realm as Friday, I would say. Just oh, okay. uh, more like skater comedy, I guess. Okay. I'll probably uh, enjoy it then. It's an interesting one. It's very, <laughs> very cheesy. But like, if you like like airplane and stuff like that, it's uh it's in that realm. All right, sweet. And so a lot of a lot of fourth wall breaks. Yeah. So our next movie is my pick, isn't it? Actually, because this one was yours. Yeah. yeah. So our next movie is Twelve Angry Men. 12 Angry Men. 
my pick because I'm in a legal field. I like legal movies. And so we're going to watch another legal movie. This one's about a, uh, a jury trial. It's a movie from 1957. Uh, I believe it's kind of like just a drama and I'm looking forward to it. All right. Sweet. Yeah. I look forward to it as well. So if you guys would like to reach out to us or give us any suggestions of movies or tell us how you feel about Friday, uh, reach out to us at hazardousopinions at gmail.com. Shoot us a message at hazardousopinions on Instagram. And uh, Mr. Eric, if you would like to announce our special new social medias. Oh, we have a discord. Yay. Yeah, so uh, we'll probably link the invite to the Discord server at the bottom of this video or <laughs> video, <laughs> this uh, podcast or wherever you're listening to podcasts, we'll add it to the description. And um, yeah, uh, head on over. We're talking about movies and games over there and hope to see you there. As I mentioned before, Spotify has this new cool feature where you can just reply directly in the episode on Spotify. You can let us know your thoughts there as well, or leave us a rating and review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, that is all. That's all. Hakuna Matata. See you. And have a good night. Tripping.